You're listening to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Each week, we will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. Be prepared for tears and laughter as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable, so get your boots on. It's going to be messy. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother. I am Tracy, Emma's mom. And I am Julie Gus's mom. And on the phone, we have Steph, or Stephanie. Hi, Steph. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Whose mama are you? I am Josie's mom. Josie's mama. I love the name Josie. Yeah. How do you spell it? J-O-S-I-E. Okay. I like that. And where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from Millstadt, Illinois. It's uh, just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. How far from St. Louis? Like um, 20 minutes, maybe. Ish. Yeah. Living on the border of another state. That's fun. (laughs) Yeah. We we have that here too in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Um, a lot more to do. Yeah. Um, So, are you married? Yes. What is your husband's name? His name is Jamie. How did we meet Jamie? We met him at college, uh, in college. We uh, both went to Eastern Illinois University and were on the drum line of their marching band. What? So we met there. That's, That's so a talent. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he just played the cymbals. Oh, <laughs> but, but still. No, but I'm still, sorry. Yeah, no, he, yeah. it's a talent to read music. Oh, yeah. Something I cannot do. Definitely. And I just feel like the people that can, it's a talent. Part of a team. Well, those, those cymbals are heavy. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You have to, and listen, if you make a wrong move with a symbol, yeah, that's everybody right. knows. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. When did you exactly. get married? We got married in May of 2014. So we're coming up on our nine-year anniversary. Oh, Congratulations. Are. What day in May? The 25th. Okay. So we're recording this. Today is May 4th, but this is going to air in August, the end of August. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. You'll, you will, when we listen to this, you will have had yeah, your you anniversary. Have had you'll, have <laughs> you'll be like nine and a half years in. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's funny. Um, what did that look like when you guys talked about starting your family? Um, I mean, we knew early on. I mean, we both, t- we talked about it very early on that we both wanted kids. Um, he always said he wanted three. I said four. And we said, well, we would see after three yeah. what, what happened. It's <laughs> a good game plan. Uh-huh. So did you just say, we're going to see what happens and not prevent it? Or did you kind of have a timeline? Are you planners? Yes, we are planners. I'm definitely a planner. Um, It was like two years into our marriage, we decided to start trying. So we stopped. I mean, we stopped preventing and Mm -hmm. we, you know, did all the tests and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to get pregnant with your, uh, well, you said two years, your first pregnancy? My first pregnancy, it was two months. Okay, so what year was that? 2017. Well, it was 2016. Um, my daughter was born 2017, though, yeah. How was your pregnancy with her? I was fine. I mean, she she kept me on my toes because, oh. like, the first, during the first trimester, I bled, and it cramped it, and, you know, it was the first experience. It scared me. I went to the ER, and they told me I had miscarried her. Oh, my God. And then... Like four days later, I went to my doctor to like confirm everything, and they said, "No, you're definitely still pregnant." Okay. Like, okay. Oh wow. Well, that's. But everything after everything after that went smoothly. So. <laughs> just skip over that little yeah. bump. <laughs> I'll just put that in a box oh, and set my. that over there. I can't right. imagine that. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, and that was 
uh, that's not Josie. No, right? no, okay. that, her name's Charlie. She's going to turn six next week. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> Love that name. How yes. was that delivery? Oh, it's fine. I'm well. Okay, it was it was good. I it was like 22 hours, but the last two hours were pushing, Steph, so I literally Steph, put Steph, Steph, rewind, rewind. Steph. You said it was good, but it was 22 hours. <laughs> because... She is blocking this out. Yeah. No, I mean it was though. I mean, I yeah. I, I was on. Um, I had a uh, epidural, which only worked on one side, and then Perfect. I asked them to come Love back. Love that for and you. Yeah, I asked them to come back and fix it. They didn't believe me that it was one side. On one side, they kept doing all these tests. I'm like, I promise you, yeah, it's on one side. I'm not trying to get a needle shoved into my spine again. Right, <laughs> with zero to five stars. Right, right. So I got I got another epidural and everything was fine. It was just when it was time to deliver her, I, it, her head was so big it just took two hours to get her out. Oh, wow, that's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. How big yeah. was she? She was seven pounds thirteen ounces. Okay. And so all was well. You you go home and everything's fine. Yeah, Yeah. being a mama, she was great. Yep. Mm -hmm. What did that look like? Um, I have no idea how many living children you have or how many pregnancies you've had. I have had four pregnancies. My first two were live births. I had an early miscarriage, and then I lost Josie. Okay, so your second pregnancy, um, how long after Charlie? was we decided to start trying just a little over a year after okay. her so we got pregnant on the first try um, wow. in 27 no wait yeah 2018 sorry mm-hmm. um so yeah and how was that, that pregnancy i mean that was great i mean there was really nothing I, I ended up having like gestational diabetes with him but overall everything went really Steph, Steph, <laughs> Steph. <laughs> I hear you. I think it's part of the like, because we've had such traumatic things happen to us. Those little things are just like, they're just minor. Like we can handle, if that's all it was, then it's fine. But just hearing you say (laughs) it, just hearing you say it in the order that you say, like everything was fine, except I had gestational (laughs) diabetes, but it was fine. Textbook. (laughs) I mean, I would take that over losing my baby. A hundred percent. Yes. Fair. A hundred percent. So, and what, what is that baby's name? Logan. Okay. Logan. And Logan, what? Yes. What's his birthday? Um, he was born on June fifth of twenty nineteen. Okay. Aww. And then you got pregnant again. Yeah, we well, we were trying in twenty twenty one, and it just wasn't working, and we were both stressed, and so we just decided to wait a little longer, and so then we got pregnant. I think the second month of trying, which was January of twenty twenty two. Um, and then like, like, I don't know, four days after I found out I was pregnant, I started bleeding and it was just a very early miscarriage. Um, and then we got pregnant with Josie literally the month after. So February, 2022. Oh, wow. Can we chat about that early term loss? Yeah. So how did you find out you were pregnant? What were your, your symptoms? Um, I took an early test. I didn't have too many symptoms at that point. I mean, I was a little, I was tired, but, um. Other than that, I don't. I just took an early test, and it was positive. And I'm the kind of person who takes a bunch of tests. So, um, I took like I've been taking like two tests a day up until mm-hmm. I got a negative test, and then I started bleeding the next day. Oh wow! Yeah. Did you call your doctor, or were you just at home? I messaged with them, but since it was never a fully confirmed pregnancy, mm-hmm. we just kind of let it play out. And so, yeah. It, is I there any? Never saw my doctor after that. Yeah, so I'm guessing that there wasn't really any trauma as far as 
miscarrying goes? No. I mean, normally they say like miscarrying's a heavy period and people say, nope, that's not true. Yeah. Mine literally was just a heavy period. It mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. um, anything too traumatic. I was lucky on that front. And sure. emotionally, what would you say you were during that stage? Um, I was sad, a little disappointed, but overall, like since I had only known for four days and it's not like I heard a heartbeat or saw saw the baby on like a son on an ultrasound, but um, I, so I took a couple of days to kind of like sit my feelings and then I was okay. I mean, I was nervous to try again, yeah, but we yeah, decided yeah. to start immediately. So I wasn't too upset, I guess. Yeah. Were you working at this time? Yes, I was working. And what do you and your husband do? So my husband, he's a teacher. He teaches high school. Um, he teaches like welding and machining and stuff like that. Um, and then at the time I was also a teacher. I taught special ed, um, grades, kindergarten through second, uh, kids with autism, uh, mm-hmm. low functioning. They are pretty, um, some of them are pretty aggressive and some of them were, um, nonverbal. So it, mm-hmm. it, it could be a pretty intense job. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I want to give those teachers extra hugs. Yeah. Yeah, it. it was it was hard. It was definitely difficult for sure, but it was rewarding too. So then you got pregnant in February with Josie, mm-hmm. and yes. that was planned. And yes. were you shocked, or what were your emotions when you saw? I mean, I was a... surprised because it happened again, like right away. I wasn't really fully expecting that. Yeah, I guess um, I didn't know what to really expect after having that early miscarriage. I guess I guess it was like a chemical pregnancy mm-hmm. or something but uh yeah I mean I was I was shocked a little bit but at the same time I mean I was happy so and were you sick during that pregnancy no I've been very lucky I I had nausea on and off um I got sick I had that hear that times. line you're like I was very lucky but <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that's, that's, that's me there's a trend Stephanie. here Stephanie <laughs> I, I love her positivity I know <laughs> so good well, i i had nausea on and off and then like certain textured foods would cause me to like vomit or something but overall no i didn't have i was not super sick or anything i was just tired yeah so you went to the doctors to confirm mm-hmm. and everything that, was good that all worked out um yeah what, what did those visits look like go forward um well because of like the uncertainty of like that early miscarriage like they when I called they asked me my last period was and I was like well I don't know if I technically had one I don't really know what to say yeah so so they kind of went based off of that and they had me come in but it was almost too early I think I was like measuring like six and a half weeks or something so they had me do an ultrasound a couple weeks later I did my normal appointment did an ultrasound and then everything was good with that I um, wonder so you shared with your doctor you had that early loss did they yeah did they look and like make sure everything was mm. kind of out of there mm-hmm. um because i know that could be a problematic if there's right you know. they never they never did but i'm assuming since it was so early there wasn't like there, i don't think implantation had started they concerned yet. about that okay yeah well that's i mean yeah either right. they have to go in there and check things out right. or they're they weren't yeah. concerned about that well they line. did an ultrasound they did they did an ultrasound a transvaginal okay. one and um you could kind of see the baby but it was very difficult to see i mean it was Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's why they had me come and do another one a couple weeks later just to check everything. What did it look like telling your family? I mean, everybody was excited. Uh, well, I mean, um, my mom always, she knows everything that I do. Mm-hmm. So uh, she knew we were trying. So she was excited. And I mean, everybody was pretty excited. Yeah. Did uh, my, 
Sorry. Uh, well, I was going to say, did you um, do a gender reveal? No, not really. Oh, well, we did with our kids. Um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, had wanted a sister for so long. She decided she was asking us for one before we decided to start trying for our third. Um, so we did a gender reveal with them, but we had already known. We had done the genetic testing, so we had already known before that. Okay. Was she so excited? She was so excited. She was so, so excited. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. And she was how old? At that when She was... Her? She was five then, yeah. Okay. We did the gender reveal after she had turned five. She was, Aww. like, right after. I love those, like, five-year-old little mamas. I know. <laughs> oh, my God, so yeah. Awesome she definitely is, too. <laughs> Firstborn. Little mama. Five-year-old mm-hmm. little mama. Mm-hmm. And this was in 2022. Oh, gosh. It was last year. Just last year. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Staff. Okay, so you're working. Did You, get the, you got the summers off. Yes, yes, yes. In your summers, you're just... Played with the kids and made memories and yeah. Well, we actually took a vacation took a trip to Disney World. There you go. Oh. Um, yeah, both of you were teachers, June. so you can mm-hmm, both yeah, partake my, in that. My in-laws had paid for us, paid for all of us to kind of take like a family trip to Disney World, and that was so much fun. And Aww. my kids' first time, and they were so excited. So, and how were you feeling? How far along were you at this at this point? Um, like maybe. Somewhere between like 18 ish, maybe a, maybe 17, 18 weeks, 16, 17, somewhere around there. I can't remember the exact. Yeah. Second um, trimester ish. Yeah. Early second trimester. Okay. Did you get your energy back? They say like. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm generally a tired person just in general, I, like, I guess. I like naps. So yeah. But um, I did start getting some energy back. Yeah. I was able to keep up with everyone at Disney. So yeah. That's the part. Hey, if you're not pregnant, it's hard to keep up with. That's people. right. That's, <laughs> That's true. right. Had you known um, anybody that had ever, besides your early miscarriage, um, known anybody that had ever had a ex- uh, pregnancy or infant loss? No. Um, one of my friends from college had an ectopic like the year mm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I had known. I, I didn't really know anybody. Um, I, I had a coworker who had had an ectopic as well. Um, but nothing, no, nothing like with a stillbirth or anything like that. Yeah. That was the extent of your loss knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Until it happens to you. Yeah. Yes. Which is so sad because it's like, we, I know we've talked about it before, but like, what's the fine line of sharing too much Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. trying to talk too much about loss to somebody that is expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like after you have a loss and you have all of a sudden you like see, I don't want to say hundreds of people, but it feels like that, yep. especially with social media that have had loss. <laughs> yep. And so when yeah. it happens to you, you're like, how was I the only one? How did I not know anybody, mm-hmm. you know, that had experienced something like that? So I, yeah, I did have a, um, someone I knew in college, um, reach out to me and said, thank you for being so vocal about like your loss. Cause she had had several miscarriages mm-hmm. and was struggling to get pregnant. And she's like, you, you sharing it has made it easy for easier for me yeah, to kind of share things and what, yeah. you know, all that. So that made me feel pretty good though. That like, I, cause I'm not, I'm not quiet about Josie. Like she's a part of our family and yeah. she always will be. So, yeah. um, I'll always talk about her. Yeah, that's such an interesting point. Mm-hmm. I mean, Julie, you just said, how could I have not known anybody? It's like, right. You do know the people. Yeah. They just haven't mm-hmm. shared. Right. Because exactly. there's been no space to share. Right. So when you have yeah. a loss and then it's like they come out of the woodwork. Right. Oh, my gosh. I didn't well, know you even, went through that. Yeah. Even people you don't know, like I was walking around Target 
I don't know, a couple months after my loss, I see a pregnant woman. And my first thought is, oh, my God, I hope she keeps her baby. Like, I hope her baby doesn't die. Like, is my Welcome first to the lost world. When I see pregnant women. Yeah. It's like, Isn't it it's so even, sad? Oh, look, she's pregnant. Yeah. It's, oh, my God, I hope her baby, like, stays. I know. It's really sad that um, we lost mom's parents, probably. Like, that's our the train of thought. I know. And it's it's. It's um it goes even back off of I was having a conversation with somebody this past weekend and I I said, you know, sometimes I have a really hard time having a conversation with people because I don't want to ask something that triggers them. So it's it could be as easy as like, um, you know, how's your son today? But it's like maybe that's not their son. Maybe that's right. somebody else. Maybe right. that's like you know, it just kind of like loss really changes your perspective you. of yeah. how you look mm-hmm. and and think i guess into into being curious or even that people. mom you saw on target maybe yeah. she, i mean she's pregnant obviously but maybe she's had a loss yeah and so maybe right. she's exactly. terrified or maybe it's also, a medical diagnosis and right. like yeah you know whatever yes, yes. yeah it complicates it's, it's everything crazy after that yeah. yeah it's always fun when we go out and meet new people yeah and i'm like mm, don't ask me what i do don't ask me la 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't want to know, know. You you're not Especially ready like yeah. you know you can tell they're pregnant it's like yeah. don't ask Mm-mm. yeah we need a backstory yeah. okay yeah. we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more stephanie's story Emma's Footprints has paid for over 130 burials and cremations of babies and over 70 urns and headstones in 2022. Being able to take away the financial stress during a very difficult time for a family is only part of what we do. If our mission tugs at your heart, we encourage you to make a donation that will allow us to continue to serve families that have experienced a pregnancy or infant loss in this community. Head to our website at www.emmasfootprints.com and look for the donate tab at the top of the page. As always, thank you for your support and for allowing Emma's to say yes to families grieving pregnancy and infant loss. So, Stephanie, when did things start to kind of take a turn? So, well, I went to my anatomy scan. Everything they told me looked great there. Um, Was that at, like, 20 weeks? 20. Yeah. And, like, I mean, everything's fine. Like, I started going through my daughter's old clothes and, you know, we washed them. We were starting to, like, after everything was fine there, I started to get excited. Like, I was hesitant because I I did have bleeding early on. I did have um, a subcorionic hemorrhage. So, like, I was hesitant. But then after that, I was excited and my kids were excited. And they were starting to joke about, like, my husband pulled in too close to my car in the garage and I couldn't get out. And they were like, you're not going to be able to fit through the door yeah. soon. Like, they were <laughs> so excited uh-huh. and, you know. And um, so... It was like two weeks, I think, after, well, no, like three, four weeks, maybe a month after my um, ultrasound. Um, I just, I started feeling less movement and I didn't feel a lot of movement to begin with at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I think I have my uterus is weird, but like um, I felt little bits here and there. And so I just stopped feeling movements and I, I have an anxiety disorder as it is. And so I'm like chalking it up to my anxiety. Like everything's fine. Like there's no, like she's fine. And after a couple of days, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to call. And it was a Sunday, the uh, July 24th. Um, and I went in and I don't think they fully believed me that I wasn't having movements. They like kept asking like questions. So when was the last time? When was the last time? And I'm just like, I don't know, because I thought I felt things that were movements, but I don't know right. if that's actually what they were because it felt like it, but it's been very inconsistent and it wasn't around the time I normally felt her. Um, so they had done like ultrasounds and 
then told us that that she no longer had a heartbeat that day oh so, wow wow yeah were you by yourself or were you was your husband no there? luckily my husband was with me we had so I, I, I still was ch- like deep down, I knew something was wrong, but mm. I was trying to chalk it up to my anxiety. And I'm like, let's go to bye bye baby after we like check everything out, make sure everything's okay. Like, let's go buy a few things that we might need for her that we don't have from the other two um, since they were born in spring, summer months and she was going to be born in November. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, so he, we, we went in and yeah, I mean that we were not expecting it. Like I said, I think I knew deep down, but I didn't want to fully believe it, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. hard. To, I mean, you're not going to land on yeah, that until right. it's confirmed. Um, yeah. What were your, like, what were your initial thoughts? Like my very first thought was, Oh my God, what are we going to tell the kids? Aww. Thinking mostly about my daughter. I'm like, she's going to be devastated. Yeah. That was my very first thought was my other, my two living children, because I, I just, I didn't want them to have to, you know, now they're, I feel like their innocence is about to be taken away. Like their sister is dead. Yeah. Like, and so like my first thought was them like, Oh my God, like, what are we going to tell them? Yeah. Initially. What did your husband say? Did he have, he was pretty, he was pretty quiet. Um, I, he doesn't show a lot of emotions like, like anger or sadness or anything like that. He's very peppy and very, you know, positive poly kind of guy. Um, (laughs) so he, I like, I've never seen him cry up until shortly after we, I had delivered her, but, um, yeah, he was just quiet. I told him, will you please just notify everybody? And he said, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, we kind of just sat in silence kind of processing right afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Do you remember who came in your room and what they asked you and what kind of conversations they had? Or is it, is that kind of a blur? It's mostly a blur. I mean, there was um, a doctor that came in after we were given some space, after we were told like that there was no heartbeat. And she then showed us again, like I got, like, I think it was the fourth ultrasound within like a half hour. Um, They showed, she showed us like, again, see, there's no flicker. She like, there's no cardiac activity, like that kind Mm. of thing. And I just said, well, what's next? Because, like, my first thought was I I need to be done. I need yeah. – I, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. And so um, she's like, well, just take you to deliver to delivery. And Because you said yeah. you were, like, 23 weeks at this point? I was, like, 24 and a half-ish okay. weeks. Wow. I mean, did your yeah. brain process, like, I have to deliver this baby? Yeah. Well, kind of, yes – Kind of, yes. I mean, like, I don't know really what I thought. Like, everything, my mind was all over the place with so many different things. Like, I knew I was going to have to deliver. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I was exactly thinking. Yeah. So, you get wheeled up to labor and delivery and yeah. they, they start, start the induction use. process? Yeah. So, I was given medication that is used for abortion um, to start. And then they gave me, um, like they put this medication up into my cervix. They had to do every four hours. So they started with that. Um, Is it the stuff to soften your cervix? Yeah, I think so. I mean, to help jumpstart labor, I guess. Um, I was not given Pitocin at all. So I don't know if it's because I was earlier. I'm not sure. Yeah, Um, I think it's, what is it, Cytotec or Cervidil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think it was Cervidil. It sounds familiar. So I was like, given that, 
every like every four hours for at least three like three times yeah um and then i just i was not dilating which was surprising to me i mean i guess it was still so like my body wasn't ready but like having it being be my third delivery i expected it to go a little quicker i guess yeah so they had to insert like a foley balloon Mm -hmm. and um yeah so oh is that painful luckily i'd had um an epidural because i'm like i don't really want to feel the physical pain when i'm already feeling this emotional pain yeah so um even though that only worked on half of my body too i don't know what it is but wow um, but um i felt a little pressure but it, it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad um the balloon itself did you have them redo the epidural or you just kind of no through? i just decided you know feeling it on half maybe i maybe that's something i want to have, like, feel it yeah. partially mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting was it the same yeah. half as the last time your epidural only half worked like the same um, half of your body that it worked honestly on? i'm not sure i think so i'm not positive but i think so so did that jumpstart your contractions then? It, it it made it go fast a little quicker. Yeah. There, it was still another like four hours, I think, okay. uh, before it was time. Because um, I didn't need to be fully dilated right. because, right. I mean, she was so small still. So Right. Do you remember the time she was born? Yes. 6.22 a.m. on uh, July 25th. Wow. Yes. What's Josie's middle name? Joelle, Josie Joelle. We were going to um, nickname her JJ, but I have a hard time using that nickname, so mm. I just call her Josie. I don't know why. Mm. That's fair. So um, how were, how was the nursing staff? Did they suggest you take pictures and spend time with her? They they did. Um, they I mean, they mentioned a lot of things like we can, you know, you can still do skin to skin and we can get pictures. And um, I wanted pictures of her. I did not want pictures of like me mm-hmm. um which now I regret because I don't have any pictures like holding her like I took a picture of her in my hands like myself but I don't have any pictures of like us holding her yeah. so I do have like a little bit of regret there yeah um but yeah they, they were they were really good they were really good um my night nurse a little bit like she, I mean she was constantly being pulled into other rooms which I mean I guess live babies do trump the dead ones but um oh. she was still really nice um, but I, I really liked my day nurse um, before I delivered, yeah. And what was your husband's kind of, did he have words? What was he doing in that room? He was just, he was just very quiet. Um, I think this, the shock, because yeah. I mean, he, like I said, he's a very positive person. Like he's always like, you know, so he, I don't think he ever expected this at all, especially since we did have two live. Yeah babies and healthy pregnancies and like no issues um we were taking that miscarriage kind of as a fluke and um so he was he was very quiet it wasn't until he had he i had him call um the funeral homes and when he said that he needed to schedule a cremation for his daughter he broke down i'd never seen him cry before so that was that was that, that was very hard to see him cry like that and that's an incredible hard call to make. Yeah. Very much so. And that's very hard to say. Yes. To like admit that out yeah. loud yes. for the first time. Yeah. To actually say it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that he just broke down. And I think after that, he was emotional on and off throughout that rest that day. But then he was okay, as okay as he could be, I guess, yeah. um, following that. Yeah. Was there any indication of what happened 
after you delivered her? We weren't sure. There was no cord incident. They told me the placenta looked fine. Um, I found out months after the fact that it was a little, it was small for gestational age. And mm-hmm. I found out that there were malperfusions on both the maternal and fetal side. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but um, mm-hmm. they had done a bunch of blood work. Um, her, her stuff came back normal. She, we opted out of an autopsy because we had just had the anatomy scan like a few weeks prior. Right. And nothing was wrong there. And they were, they told me some things like, you know, they were going to have to like dismember her in order to look. And I'm like, no, I can't. Nope. Don't do that. So we opted to have her them just take a piece of her thigh to do some, just extra genetic things. And mm-hmm. her, her, she was fine. Um, nothing with her. So then I got a bunch of blood work and I had a positive test for the lupus anticoagulant. It's part of like antiphospholipid syndrome. Huh. So those are all big words you, that yeah. I don't really yeah. know yeah. much about. Yeah. So when you get a positive test for that, you have to wait 12 weeks to get tested again. Um, and my doctor said, you were just a hair positive. I really don't think it's going to be positive again, but we're going to do it. And it was positive again. So the assumption was it was a blood clotting issue because that's what the antiphospholipid syndrome is. So um, that came back positive And they're just saying, and they're saying for me, it's very rare that when you have that normally you have issues from the beginning either getting pregnant or Mm -hmm. keeping your pregnancies and i didn't Hmm. so for me it was like a very rare thing right that that had happened nothing had Um, popped up in your other pregnancies no and they don't test for that normally that's not something they just test for unless you have a reason to test for it so Nothing had popped up. I mean, they said the antibodies could just show up during pregnancies, and I guess this one it did. I mean, Hmm. that's the only explanation we have, as that could have been what it was. They're not confident. So that's kind of just what we're sticking with. And that's so hard. I mean, you want to know answers. Right. You find out the reason. Mm -hmm. But even if this was the reason, like, that doesn't change anything. Right. Josie's not here. Yeah, right. she's not here. It doesn't change anything at all. So what kind of resources are around where you live? I like mean, emotional support. Uh, there's the there's a share pregnancy organization um, in Missouri, like a couple hours for me. But there's nothing like nothing like like what you guys do. I actually wish I knew about you guys then. I didn't find out about you guys till December. But um yeah, there really wasn't much. I'd already been seeing a therapist prior for other reasons. So I had her um, and she encouraged me to like find support groups and stuff, but I never actually did. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. But but yeah, that was I mean, pretty much it. I ended up finding like, I guess, solace in like other accounts. Like yeah. I ended up like finding other loss accounts and that yeah. kind of stuff like on Instagram. Um, but that's pretty much it. I mean, I was given some stuff, but where we live it's just it's it's like a further drive basically that I wanted to make how did you find Emma's footprints I one of the accounts I followed um you guys had done a podcast with them and I had listened to it and then that's how I found it that was like in in December I think December or January that's cool yeah I like like technology sometimes I know yeah for this purpose specifically I I wish they had something like like you guys around here Fine stuff will come out there. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Illinois needs us. They do. They do. We 
do. So how were the holidays for you guys this past holiday season? They were okay. I mean, I was able to hold it together pretty well, better than I expected. I mean, but we included Josie the best we can. Like we had a stocking for her and her ashes are inside like of like this heart that's inside of a bear. So like we had her bear take a picture with the other kids and with their stockings and stuff too. So like we were able to include her and I find a lot of comfort, like lighting candles, like Mm -hmm. that are specifically for her and honor her. Um, So, I mean, they were okay. I think come like that first week of January, I definitely had like a grief hangover for sure though. I had a rough couple weeks after that. Yeah. That's, that's a real thing. Yeah. And her um, birthday's coming up shortly here. Do you have anything planned? We have started talking about doing um, doing a toy drive um, in her name and ha- taking them to the children's hospital. Then, Aww. which we're gonna we're gonna call it Josie's Christmas in July, um, yeah, since it was July twenty so fifth. Um, so, like, I have like a Amazon wish list, and I think on the twenty fifth of May, which is also mine and my husband's anniversary, um, that'll be like ten months, two months to her yeah birthday so we'll kind of release it then and hopefully we can get a lot of i love that donations for that this podcast will air in august so the birthday will the birthday drive will pass but i um we'll say happy birthday to josie now i love that that's such (laughs) a (laughs) i think that's a great tip and tool for our listeners Mm -hmm. you know maybe our new listeners that are new to grief and they're Mm -hmm. like what do i do Right. I, mean, I knew early on I wanted to do something to honor her. I knew I didn't want her to be my biggest fear was her being forgotten about. I yeah, did. Yeah. She's forever our third child. She's forever the fifth member of our family. That's never going to change. Um, and I knew that I wanted to do something to honor her. And a few months after the loss is when I kind of thought about it. And I'm like, you know, I think we should do this. And so we've been taking the last month or so putting that together. And in a few weeks, we'll hopefully kind of yeah. share the wish list and everything yes yeah. bring it then yeah then on her the day of her birthday we'll bring the toys to the children's hospital oh, i want to go so special julia i want to go <laughs> it's so special july 25th <laughs> taking it to the st louis Road trip <laughs> um i'm just we're just applauding you over here yeah for doing those oh. things thank there's, you there's a lot of lost moms i'm over here raising my hand that didn't know to do any of that tracy me me here <laughs> the problem is me. honestly i i think i think social media for it all because it really showed like the different accounts and stuff like showed me it's okay yeah it gave you, you know, the permission like, that you needed yeah yeah so like and i i can't take full credit for the idea because i did see another staff take it credit wasn't a full, it wasn't a full <laughs> account but it was just something they did um, I don't even think they're there. It was like a child, like loss type thing. Um, I don't actually, it might not even been a child loss. I might've just had like a disability. And so they just did something to honor his like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just like, I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just, but you did it, and, you know, I did it. You could have yeah. looked at that and said, Oh, that's yeah. nice. And that's and right. I'm like, actually really like that. So I was trying to figure out what I want to do. I didn't know. Did I want to, some people create like stores where they make things. Some people, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. Like foundations, like what you guys do. And I'm just like, I think a great star is this. It's doable and it's not too like overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Because um, spoiler alert, you're going to have to do this every year. I know. <laughs> um, I yeah, mean, she's going to have a birthday every year. The holidays are coming every year. Yeah. Um, yep. Exactly. You, you don't get to opt out of it. Nope. Also something so. I didn't know. 
Yeah. Not yep. during my years of grief. Right. Right. <laughs> handful of us like oh surprise i have to do this every year oh, yeah. okay yeah. yeah you don't nobody physic- told me that you don't physically have to do something right every year but you have right. to sh- be the day comes the day comes the day comes yes the memory comes the, yes. the yes your body trauma comes. comes yeah yeah exactly. it's be something positive to do um i'm not and then prepare for the hangover afterwards because yes, there will the be. grief hangover will happen after yep. that yeah so yeah well after i have my therapist <laughs> that's right but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a positive person, like, in general, all the time. So I'm just like, let me do something that will make me feel some sort of relief or happiness on that day because it's already going to suck. So um, I want to feel some sort of happiness. And I think donating some toys to a children's hospital would do that. Yeah. yeah. And we over here call that, like, parenting, Josie. Yeah. Yes. Per, yes. per Pam Presslers. That was like a mouthful there. Yeah. Uh, what, Pam, what Pam has taught us. And it's such a great example to your children, your living children. Yeah. yeah. And also giving see, them permission too. Yes. And like Josie mm-hmm. is their sister mm-hmm. and they get to see mom and dad, you know, you're sad. Right. And they mm-hmm. can feel it. And so you're doing something and is it pretty all the time? No, it's messy. No. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and yeah, like important. my daughter, Charlie, will ask to hold Josie's, like hold Josie like her bear. And it's so cute because she'll be on her iPad and she'll be like, look, Josie, look at this video. And <gasps> it's so sweet. I'm like, oh, it's just so sweet. I just love it. Yeah. It makes me sad that I can't see her be a big sister, like the way that like we all, we anticipated it to be, but mm-hmm. to still see her do that kind of thing. It's, it's very sweet. Yeah. I think that's hard to explain to non-loss families. Yeah. Like most people might think it's weird. Like we're taking the pictures with teddy bears. Yeah. My child's talking to a teddy bear like it's her sister. But when you lose a baby or a child, I mean, you can't just push it away and act like they just were never here. That doesn't actually work. No. Right. No, it's unhealthy. So they can sit down for a minute if they're, if they have something to say about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You call us, Steph. and. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> we will chit chat with you. Yeah. Oh, uh, I just, I like these families that are finding us and reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always surprised. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been less than a year. Right. And you're doing the things and you're so finding much. your yes. community and you're being brave. Mm-hmm. This podcast is, I think it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. I <laughs> it's mean, it's, it's a very vulnerable uh, yeah. state to be in. Yeah. yeah. And you're sharing details I, I, that you don't really share with a lot of people. Right. No, I mean, I've never really fully told her story out loud. Like afterwards, like I couldn't really fully say it. Like, so like when I would, I would message my therapist, like she was so like there for me in like the week or two afterwards. And I would message her about things because it was easier to type it than to say it. Right. And so this is like one of the first times I fully talked about her whole story, Aww. like out loud, I guess. So and what an honor that yeah. is to hold that with you. Definitely. Yeah. Um, will you give your family hugs and kisses from us? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, <laughs> we're going to keep in touch with you and we're going to go to Illinois. Julie. Mm. Yes. Okay. Please okay. do. Please do. <laughs> one of these years. I've heard you. I heard. I heard one of you gives really good hugs. So oh, that's Tracy. me. That's me. Yeah. Really good awkward hugs. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about those. It's, I laugh every time. You it's talk on my them. resume. Like, <laughs> gives yeah. great awkward hugs. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I laugh about that every time. One has your name on it, Steph. Yeah, that's or, right. I want a hugger, but I've always, I want to experience. Oh, one. you are with me. I, I don't that. let you say that. <laughs> 
Well, thank you for finding us and being brave and reaching out and sharing Josie with us. Yes. No, thank you for letting me and thank you for everything that you guys do for all the Aww. lost parents out there. It's really awesome. Thank you. So it's really special. a privilege. Exhausting, but a privilege. Yes, for yes. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I can't wait to give you a big hug. Um, and thanks yeah. for calling in. And thanks, listeners, for tuning in. Stay tuned next week for another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother.